Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3, episode 236 of this daily study podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials found in Doctrine and Covenants sections 89 to 92 um, in the week of August the 16th to August the 22nd. And today we're going to continue with our study of Doctrine and Covenants section 90. And as we explained uh, and as we discussed in the last episode, this first half of this section is really addressed to the First Presidency, outlining their roles and what they needed to do from this point forward uh, together in their ministry. Now, there's a few verses I've picked out here, which I really liked. In verse 11, it says, For it shall come to pass in that day that every man shall hear the fullness of the gospel in his own tongue and in his own language through those who are ordained unto this power by the administration of the comforters shed forth upon them for the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is the Lord um, saying to the prophet Joseph Smith and in turn to the to the first presidency that there will come a day where this gospel will be shared and will be taught in many nations, in many languages. And of course, we see that today. The gospel is being spread to all corners of the world. And whilst, you know, as, as we've been told, it will not be a majority in the world before the saviour comes it will be spread across the earth before the saviour comes and we see that with temples appearing in many countries and many continents uh, elder quinton l cook said this quote one of the most significant features of any culture is its language in the san francisco california area where i lived there were seven non-native language units our doctrine with respect to language is set forth in section 90 verse 11 when god's children pray to him in their native language that is the language of their heart it is clear that the language of the heart is precious to all people, close quote. The fact that we are able today to have the gospel shared in many languages, that before the church sends out information or communications or things like that, that it is translated in many languages so people can understand and hear in this global church is testament to this revelation being brought to pass. Um, going back to the early, 1830, early 1830s, the first presidency were directed then as to what they should do in their ministry, how they should finish the translation of the prophets, meaning of the Bible, and then they should preside over the affairs of the church and the school, of course, meaning that um, the school, the prophets. This would be an important part of their ministry to teach and to edify uh, the, the leaders of the church and to receive revelation. And also in verse 15, it says, and set in order the churches and study and learn and become acquainted with all good books and with languages, tongues and people. And it was very clear that Joseph Smith took this to heart, that he really wanted to learn and gain knowledge as he as he continued in his ministry. Um, Levi Edgar Young shared, quote, the prophet Joseph Smith employed a noted Hebrew scholar from New York City to come and teach classes in Hebrew. While he also kept Greek and Latin in mind, he wanted to be able to read the Hebrew, he read Hebrew that he might read the Holy Bible in the original language which it was written. From the Journal of the Prophet, we find him studying daily and attending the classes with many of his brethren who are reading and studying with him. We read, after a hard day's work, went to my Hebrew class and studied far into the night, up in the morning and out at nine o'clock, attended the school and translated with the morning class, attended my studies as usual and made some advancements. Every man who learns, says Ralph Waldo Emerson, must do so by laborious reading. Such a man looks forward to an expanding knowledge. He becomes a lover of books and great books tellers of God and truth. The attitude of the prophet Joseph Smith alone in reference to study and the gaining of knowledge from books is one of the sublime truths of his life. We had the spirit, he had the spirit of learning, a thing we need in our schools today. Close quote. I suppose that's why I myself love learning. Uh, 
as a teacher, you know, I, I can't con continue to extol the virtues of learning enough. Um, and for me, education is one of the greatest things that can bring power and influence and progress to a community. Um, and this is something which the Lord teaches us, that the spirit of learning, which of course means learning of the gospel, that's, that has to be a staple part of our diet. But of course, learning about other things as well will help us to learn and, and grow uh, to be more like our Heavenly Father. The Lord also told them to set in order your houses, keep slothfulness and uncleanliness far from you. A reminder that, you know, in our home, we need to make sure that we have the the right um, base, I suppose, or that we have the right setting or foundation in our home uh, to help us do the work outside of our home that we desire to do. My wife and I were talking about this actually recently about, you know, the importance of being your best self in the home. And then that will help you to become that your better self outside of the home as well. Uh, who you are in your home is often the, the person you are. Um, and it says, and Marion D. Hanks says, quote, the Lord gave clear and explicit instructions to the brethren and certainly to all the members of the church that they be more diligent and concerned at home and pray always. The wise men of the world have added their witness to this importance, to the importance of doing this. Let me quote one, Martin Buber. If we had power over the earths of the ends of the earth, it would not give us that fulfillment of existence which a quiet, devoted relationship to nearby life can give us. If we knew the secrets of the upper worlds, they would not allow us so much actual participation in true existence as we can achieve by performing with holy intent a task belonging to our daily duties. Our treasure is hidden beneath the hearth of our own home. Close quote. I absolutely love that quote, and I think I'll be making a note of that to share later on in other places, because... It really ex ex outlines really well the importance of the daily ta the daily tasks we have in our own home. We could have, you know, a, a, a role or a responsibility that influences countries and, and nations and continents. But if within our own home we are not fulfilling those basic needs, then those things will not give us the fulfillment we need. We need to have a home that is consistent and loving, uh, and based on the spirits of the gospel. Um, and when I say that, the, 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 sorry, the principles of the gospel, when I say the principles of the gospel, I mean the fact that we that we love each other, that we try and spend time together, that we forgive each other easily and speak to each other kindly. Those kind of things will bring great peace and joy into our lives. Um, we then have in verse 28, uh, sorry, 24, search diligently, pray always and be believing and all things shall be worked together for your good. If ye walk uprightly and remember the covenant wherewith ye have covenanted with one another. Remember that um, being diligent in our prayer and in our daily tasks to connect to heaven, then things will work out better, or at least things will seem to work out better. Because remember, things will still go wrong. Things will still be difficult, even if we are trying to live the gospel in our lives but the spirit will be with us more in abundance our heavenly father's hand will be more clear in our lives because his hand is in our lives many many times in our lives but sometimes we miss that but if we're more connected to him we will see it more president thomas s monson said this quote to be an example of faith means that we trust in the lord and in his word it means that we possess and that we nourish the beliefs that will guide our thoughts and our actions. Our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and our Heavenly Father will influence all that we do. Amidst the confusion of our age, the conflicts of conscience, and the turmoil of daily living, 
An abiding faith becomes an anchor to our lives. Remember that faith and doubt cannot exist in the mind at the same time, for one will dispel the other. I reiterate what that what we have been told repeatedly. In order to gain and keep the faith we need, it is essential that we read and study and ponder the scriptures. Communication with our Heavenly Father through prayer is vital. We cannot afford to neglect those things, so the adversary and his hosts are relentlessly seeking for a chink in our armour, a lapse in our faithfulness. Close quote. We must be consistent, and it's not that we must be perfect. It just means we need to just keep trying every day and be consistent. And as we do so, the Lord will be with us in greater and greater abundance. As it was with Vienna Jacques, who we read about again in verses 28 to 31. Uh, I'm not going to read too much about the verses that re relate to her. But remember, if you uh, want to hear about her background and the context around her, then you can listen to yesterday's episode where we laid that out. But basically, you know, one thing I do want to pick out was what the Lord called her in verse 28. It is my will that my handmaid Vienna Jacques should receive money to bear her expenses and go up into the land of Zion. The Lord calls her his handmaid, which I only remember being used once before in the scriptures, which, of course, was given to Mary, the mother of the Saviour. Um, and so clearly, you know, this individual is a person that we should look for and, and search for in the history of the church and learn from because she will be set, able to set a great example for us. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please continue to follow the podcast on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email session at gmail.com as well for further information and feedback that you can share with me. That'd be great. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again.